Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about some common misconceptions about exercise, no matter what age you're at, specifically for our seniors, but uh, we're going to be talking about a few of these things. You ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody. Welcome fitness podcast with meredith i am mike on team meredith and of course we have the guest of honor meredith herself how are you i'm doing good how are you doing good today doing good we have a great topic that we're going to be discussing um misconceptions about exercise but before we jump into that as always we just want to remind you that you can download and listen to this podcast on spotify apple music Google Podcasts, anywhere that you can get to podcasts, you can find this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put it out there, to, so hopefully you can check out the episodes that we have now and episodes that we have posted in the past, as well as our YouTube channel, Senior Fitness with Meredith, where we post weekly videos on examples for great workouts that you can do in your home and uh, hopefully f- keep you feeling good and great out there. Yes. So don't forget mm-hmm. to check that out. So anyway, today's topic, we're going to be talking about misconceptions of exercising. Now, this applies to anybody who is maybe considering exercise on a regular basis Mm -hmm. or may have may is not used to exercising and just has a lot of maybe false ideas about it. Right. So in as usual, in in Mm -hmm. your opinion, your overall general opinion, what do you see specifically say in our senior population Mm -hmm. and their views Mm -hmm. on exercise? I would say, as far as this topic is concerned, the misconceptions of it, and especially speaking about seniors, I think it comes down to um, a lot are, especially if they have not been working out regularly, they're afraid it's going to hurt them. Mm. I mean, that's, can I do that? Can Are you sure it's okay if I do that? I've had this happen to me before. I've had a hip replacement, knee replacement, et cetera, et cetera, injuries, whatever, um, they have had, it's, I don't know if I can do it because it's going to be bad for me. I mm-hmm. think that's the biggest. Like they'll further injure themselves. Exactly. That kind yes, of thing. Exactly. And, and if you're in pain already mm-hmm. and you're of a certain age, 65 plus, right. I can see how you would be, you fear getting hurt even more. Nervous. Yes. Right. Yeah. We don't want to injure, and especially say it is something that's an injury in place places in the body that could become um, so bad that they do have to require surgery for it. Nobody wants to go down that road. The older you get, the harder it is to come back from it, etc. So um, I think that's, yeah, what it comes down to. We're nervous. It's going to be bad for us. We're going to hurt ourselves worse. So maybe I just shouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So now if you're, if, you, if you're not exercising because of, you have a fear of hurting yourself, um, that can have negative effects on you mentally. Yes. You know, just the lack of exercise. Right. So am I right to say that the misconception of hurting yourself (laughs) more can also lead to negative effects on you mentally? Oh, definitely. I mean, they all, they, like we've spoke about in the past, they kind of go together hand in hand. Um, You hurt and then you're, you can't work out, and then for some reason you go into this depression state, and it's just that vicious cycle, um, snowball effect, really, that one thing begets another, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and worse. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you ever see 
you know, sometimes you hear uh, when people start exercising, they go, oh, I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too muscular. I don't want all yes. these muscles. <laughs> yes. I, mean, that's I can't kind lift of a, heavy You can hear that, yeah. yeah. Do you ever hear that in I your have. seniors? Yes, especially the females. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot never worked out growing up or when they were younger, especially lifting weights. That was what men did. Uh, they may have done their cardiovascular exercise and did their walking. And then as they got a little older, then, you know, they had the actual aerobic activity workouts that people would do. Um, But as far as lifting weights, they get very nervous that they're going to get too big if they lift too Mm. heavy. And when I say too heavy, I'm talking three, four, and five pound dumbbells. So (laughs) um, you have to also train them that that's not going to happen (laughs) with Mm. the types of workouts that most of them do. So, (laughs) and that we do together as a class. Yeah. Or I do in my videos. <laughs> right. I mean, we're not bench pressing here and no. doing squats and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, big time and heavy <laughs> weights and yeah. <laughs> what about the um, maybe misconceptions about how often you should be working out, how often mm-hmm. you should be exercising? Do, people, do, you, do you see that, uh, you know, clients say, I'm, I'm working, too, working out too much or I shouldn't be working out that much? You know, mm-hmm. what's the frequency that you, you think people mm-hmm. have misconceptions about? Um, I don't know if I've ever really seen. I think they do ask a lot. Many people do ask, how often should I work out? Is it okay for me to do certain workouts every day of the week? Um, I think once they get into being active, they they do it. It's um, They're all in, so to speak. Uh, so trying to teach that if they are lifting weights, maybe we don't just lift weights uh, five days a week. You need to do all the other types of activities that we talk about when we talk about the cardiovascular, the balance work, the stretching, and all of that. Um, so to to do your, say, muscle training work as far as resistance is involved, doing that a day and then taking a day off from that, but doing something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I I can see like especially if you're new to physical activity, mm. uh, what you would think your body needs for on <laughs> exercise. You know, as far right. as the frequency, how many times a week should I be working out? Mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who has been working out and they already have that knowledge, right? How my body responds mm-hmm. to say doing cardio five days a week, you right? Know, or something right. like that. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about was. You know, we a lot of seniors, and not just seniors, but everybody after a certain age, a lot of us have back issues, mm, yes. back problems. You know, I'm sure <laughs> yes. you hear that a lot. Oh, something I can't do this. I got my back problem. Yes. <laughs> Is there a misconception about back exercises that if people do, you know, if people have had back injuries or pulls, that they are afraid to mm-hmm. work the back? Yes. Yeah, I think that's huge. Any type of, and of course, every issue with any part of the body, but speaking specifically about the back right now, um, you have to listen to your body and know what feels best and where you've had those kinks and pulls, if that's what it was, or injury, or you have any type of issues with your actual spine. Um, You know how to listen to that, I'm sure. But yes, the misconception of I can't do anything with it. I can't twist. I can't do certain movements because it quote-unquote hurts, um, a lot of times 
again, they think because it hurts or because it's a movement in the area of where they've had the injury or they have the ailment, that they shouldn't do anything with it when the misconception is just that. Um, Not doing anything with it will probably make it worse when you need to focus on different parts of the body and even that specific one and strengthen it. So you don't, again, if we're speaking of the spine or the back, um, front of the body getting into your core, which abdominals and lower back strengthening is all going to help with those issues that you have. Mm -hmm. So building things up... um, to counterbalance these other things that we have going on in the body, basically. So you have to kind of convince them and and cheer them on to say that in order to Mm. fix your back, to make it stronger, you actually have to use your back. Yes. Yeah. Make (laughs) it feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, not in a way where you're picking up heavy weights or anything, but there's exercises that you can do to help strengthen the back so that you can avoid future injury. Exactly. And I think, I think honestly, the the back itself is a new podcast that we should do yes <laughs> on uh, just the back alone mm-hmm. because that's a huge that's a big one area like you said with everyone but especially seniors <laughs> yeah i'm gonna write that down yes <laughs> um so what are some things that we can we can tell people and that you have explained to some of your residents 65 and up and people that you've trained in general um about overcoming these misconceptions what are some tips you can give people that may be a little skeptical about how often they mm. should be working out, what they should be doing? Um, they won't re-injure themselves if they do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. what are some tips exactly. that you can kind of pass off to give advice to someone who is has these misconceptions? Right. I would say slow and steady wins the race, which I think I've said many times before. But especially if you're new getting into it and you've had an injury, light weights light stretching um see how the body responds over time you add more to it don't go all in and then go see look it hurts again well slow and steady um if you're not walking much because you had a knee issue and then you say oh i'm gonna go walk two miles today why don't you start with maybe a quarter mile yes it may not sound like a lot but it's something more than what you did prior see how the body responds and then you add to it um So going all in and now I'm going to lift weights today, so I guess I'm going to do it seven days a week. And then your body starts to hurt, of course. You're not giving it time to rest and the muscles to build and things like that. So I think that that's probably the biggest advice I would give as far as getting into the workout thing, the misconception of I can't do it. And then you go all in and then you do it and then you hurt something Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you were worried about hurts again. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so just doing it smart, nice and slow, mm-hmm. lightweights, slow, um, slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. Cause then you build up from there. Would you recommend maybe someone looking into uh, a trainer to help them get into it? I mean, it's yes. really hard to find, you know, I know, put your trust into someone else who's not familiar with you. Right. So would you suggest maybe finding a trainer or maybe doing your own research to see what exercises you should be doing when you say start off slow? I'd say either one. I mean, it depends on what you, where you want to place your money, so to speak. If you want to hire a trainer, which I think is a great idea because they're going to know if you tell them what your injury or ailment is or where you're worried about hurting or re-injuring, um, they're going to be very good at trying to help strengthen that or build it up. So... 
that's what their job is <laughs> to mm-hmm. know the body. So trainer, if you could go to even if it was an injury that a doctor did tell you or you went and got surgery for something, um, getting therapy they're going to build something up and then that's your slow and steady that then goes into working with a trainer that then goes into you working out on your own mm-hmm. is a good way to do it also uh and, and let's go back to that misconception that people may have about mm-hmm. and especially like you said in women about getting too big getting too many <laughs> muscles uh, i'm worried that i'm gonna not look feminine feminine yes <laughs> you know, what can what can what advice can you give or what can tips can you give someone who has this uh, fear. Mm-hmm. Um, just letting them know that um, they're not lifting heavy. They're not going to become bulky from that. They're basically strengthening the muscles they have if they want to actually gain muscle and start to look um, more defined. Then we would work on that by adding their weight and doing more repetitions, etc. But just easing the mind, saying no, there's you're not going to bulk up quote-unquote, with coming to mm. a class that's 40 minutes and you doing 15 minutes of lifting weights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> two times a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there's one more issue that I wanted to touch on, this misconception, that you know it, it has to do with eating and exercising. Mm. How some people think, well, I exercise today so I can eat this whatever i want yeah Yeah. and you know to some extent you know there's cheat meals and things (laughs) like that definitely but you know do you see that misconception (laughs) where people say well i exercise today so i can eat this whatever i want and how it kind of you know negatively Mm -hmm. impacts your workouts (laughs) yes and and your health (laughs) so let me what are your thoughts on that yeah yeah that's a good good one to touch on actually because that's a huge misconception of um yeah, I, I did a workout again, you know, it was 30 minutes or an hour, whatever the time frame was, but you did anything that therefore it means your body now is this ultimate, you know, pinnacle of health. Therefore, you can put whatever into it and do mm-hmm. whatever with it. And so um, obviously, no, <laughs> we still have to focus <laughs> on the health of our bodies and calories in, calories out. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at it like that as well. If you've you know, we all know if you say a hundred calories is what you burned in a class and then you go eat a thousand calorie, um, whatever it is, burger, you wonder why you're not losing weight and you're only gaining. Well, of course, um, it all comes down to that. You have to, you have to look at what you're eating. And again, not just for gaining weight, losing weight purposes, whatever it is for the health of the inside of your body as well. And working out is not going to take care of that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of <laughs> as like, as the food goes, it's kind of a two pronged thing. Having a yes. good diet and exercising is going to, is what's going to make you health, healthy. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like, you should be doing more good things to your body than you're mm-hmm. doing bad things and when i say bad things taking in bad calories exactly yes um you know if it's kind of like simple math it Mm -hmm. adds up you got to be doing more on the good side than on the bad right exactly and that even goes to you know when women i was going to touch on it but didn't know if we wanted to go into that they say um you know am i going to get bulky well it it's a lot of how you eat as well and how your Mm -hmm. muscles are going to be defined so Mm -hmm. Most of them are going out and having, you know, protein, huge protein meals and and shakes and things to try and build their muscle up. So, yeah, it all comes down to what we put in will be what comes out and how we feel. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's a great way to end this one. Uh, I, think, I think we got a lot of good ideas out of this podcast. I know. For future podcasts, but, uh, so thank you, everybody, for joining us today on this one. We mm-hmm. had a good time talking to you folks. Uh, remember to check out our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com, our YouTube channel, Senior Fitness with Meredith, as well as this podcast you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that podcast exists. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to say thank you, everybody. And uh, Meredith, thank, thank you. you for well, joining today. thank you, Mike. <laughs> we'll see you guys thank on the you, next everyone. episode. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>